0: I'm Nick And I'm Justin And we can't believe it's already time for the 2019 live stream for The Cure
1: Thanks to our amazing peers,
0: listeners, and supporters Last year we crushed our goal of $5,000 for the Cancer Research Institute The Cancer Research Institute is funding research into immunotherapy To create a future immune to all forms of cancer Every single cent we raise goes to them And they're also rated over 92% on charitynavigator.org. This year, we're aiming our sights even higher with our most ambitious event to date. Join us May 17th through the 19th on twitch.tv epicfilmguys for 40 hours of live content from us and other amazing shows who will join us to try to reach $7,500. Please visit www.livestreamforthecure for more information or to find out how you can be a part of the event. Together, we can make a difference.
1: Casting very fast and very
0: dangerous from the planet Malastare. You are listening to So Wizards. You thinking? You
1: said people gonna
0: die? The only podcast to make the Kessel run in under twelve parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time.
1: What's going on, everybody? It is time. For episode number 246 of the Soul Wizard Podcast, I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield.
2: I said a hip hop to hit it to the hip hip hop, but don't stop the boogie to the bang bang
1: boogie to beat. And the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagans.
0: How do you follow Aubrey dropping the, dropping the rhymes like that? What's going on, everybody?
1: She's spitting bars. You are listening to So Wizard Podcast. Three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly. This week we're gonna check out some nerdy news and then we're gonna jump aboard the Avengers in-game hype train and get excited for the final chapter in the Infinity Saga of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But before we get into all of that, how is everyone doing this week? Mark Ellis Regans. How the hell are
0: you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm very, I'm very tired this week. It's been a long, long couple of weeks.
1: Right. Did you do anything exciting for Easter today?
0: Uh, no. No, I did not.
1: You didn't go walk the Easter drag? That was the, the Easter drag. You don't even know what that is? No. Oh, in Holyoke, Massachusetts, where I grew up and Markellis lives, uh, they have a big, long main street, Northampton Street, and going all the way back to like the 30s, people would get dressed up in their Easter best and walk up and down the street. <laughs>
0: Wow. I don't know. That sounds awesome.
1: <laughs> well, there's a hot dog store, a hot dog uh, <laughs> restaurant, a very famous uh, hot dog restaurant called Nick's Nest at one end of the quote unquote drag. And people go there and get popcorn or ice cream or hot dogs.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, they do ask for hot dogs, right?
1: Yep. Yeah. It only yeah. takes one wiener.
0: <laughs> I've been in Nick's Nest. It's, uh, it's really good. It's a, a tad pricey, but the hot dogs are good and the french fries are really, really good.
1: I haven't been there in probably like 20 years, but good times. Uh, a lot of hot chicks I went to high school with used to work there when I was in high school. So. Uh, Aubrey Litchfield, how the hell are you?
2: I'm living. I'm surviving.
1: How was your Easter today?
2: Uh, we went to King's Dominion, which is like a Six Flags type thing. For some reason, they were open. So we're not really religious I shouldn't say we're not really religious. We're not religious. Um, so the best thing we do is just make food on holidays and stay home. But this one, we decided to go to King's Dominion. Did you have fun? Yeah, yeah. It was it was a lot of fun. Noah definitely is um, an adrenaline junkie. So he wanted to go on all the roller coasters that he could go on. Oh, wow. Yeah, he... Definitely um, got that part for me. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know if his father really likes roller coasters. I don't think he does. But like I'm, I'm willing to go on anything. Sometimes it just takes me a little bit for my body to be okay with going on it, be, so I don't get dizzy and faint and everything. But <laughs>
0: um,
2: I mean, I'll go on anything that anybody else wants to go on. So he he definitely inherited those genes, which I'm not sure how I feel
1: about. When I went to uh, Disney World, my family last year, we went on Thunder Mountain Railroad, and that was my son's first roller coaster. And it was now my son's last roller coaster. <laughs> so, yeah. After one ride on that, he's like, uh, I don't like roller coasters.
2: <laughs> yeah, we went on this wooden one. So Kings Dominion has um something called Snoopy... Snoopy's Island or so- something like that. And um, so they have all the Peanuts characters. So we went on the Woodstock Express, and it's a wooden roller coaster. And that, I mean, there was, when we got off of it, we looked at the picture. And it was me with my head facing down, and I had Noah in a headlock. <laughs> so, I said, I'm totally fine on roller coasters by myself. But once he's involved, I'm like, oh, my God. I can't let go of his clothes.
1: Okay. <laughs> You couldn't handle the, the peanuts children's roller coaster.
2: Yeah, it w- it was like a level four too for a thrill ride, and uh, the worst was a five. So I couldn't believe it that kids were allowed no. to ride on that, but I guess they are.
1: All right, well maybe somebody doesn't like kids designed it.
2: Yeah, they must have. <laughs> I, awesome.
0: I I hate roller coasters. When we were at a when we were at Disney and we went to Toy Story Land and they had the Slinky roller coaster ride, the Slinky Dog roller coaster ride. I'm like, oh. It's a cute little dog. It doesn't that cute. how bad can it be? And then I saw like the loops and the turns that it was making. I'm like, no, no. I don't
1: That's care. supposed to be like a, like two and a half out of five <laughs> roller coaster. Mark yeah. On yeah. the scale of like how scary it is.
0: So I, I'm just looking at it. I'm pretty sure my highest level is like a 0.
1: 0.5. <laughs> so I'm good. I'm I'm not a huge roller coaster person either. I, I, I don't get scared on them, but I could take it or leave it. I'd rather go on stuff like star tours or uh, not to age myself. Body wars. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we went on this one. Uh, I can't even remember what it was, but you're inside You're underground. First of all, the roller coasters built underground completely. So you go inside this building and it's an alien themed uh, roller coaster. And you go into it and the takeoff it's not even a slow takeoff like normal roller coasters you shoot right out and then you go into this whole building in underground and you are just dropping and spiraling and going upside down and everything is crazy so we went on that today that messed me up a little bit but
0: god i'm getting nauseous just thinking about it (laughs) holy crap joey how was your easter dude
1: um, it was fine. I worked last night. So I worked Saturday into Sunday. So our running joke at work was I always remember that time Jesus came back from the dead to go grocery shopping. Um, cause we don't close ever. Like we only close two days a year. It's uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas. And I think Thanksgiving is probably only cause it's against the law in Massachusetts for us to be open. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I, I got home. I was, dying because it's been with a holiday that we get so much product in it's been crazy and it's exhausting and then uh we had i had to wait uh when i got home i couldn't go right to bed because the kids colin uh did easter egg hunt and then they got their easter baskets so it was a lot yeah. and then i went to bed and i slept for about six hours i got up and i went to uh jen's family event and we had ham and mashed potatoes and a whole bunch of dessert. And I am super full and I'm super <laughs> tired. And now I'm here recording with you guys. And I am getting ready to watch Game of Thrones after this. And then I'm going to go back to bed. <laughs> That's the excitement. So excellent. Uh, why don't Mark Ellis, you yeah. tell the listeners? It could be someone's first episode because every episode could be someone's first. Where they can find more? So Wizard Podcast. So
0: everybody can go to soulwizardpodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week. Uh, you'll also find movie reviews from yours truly. Uh, you will find the Netflix and Amazon streaming picks from the awesome Adam Wallyhawk. Uh, you can also find our merchandise there if you want to purchase some of our t-shirts. You know, look good while you're representing the show. Uh, a good way to support So Wizard Podcast is doing your Amazon shopping through the link that we keep right on the website. There's a big yellow A. You click on that A, You do your shopping on Amazon. You get your products. That way you'll be helping out. So was your podcast. You can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you're there. Uh, You can also find us on a Stitcher radio app for your tablet or smartphone. You can find us on Podbean, Google Play Music, and you can stream our show through Spotify. Uh, another great way to support our show is through our patreon page patreon.com backslash soldier podcast a small donation and you can receive bonus episodes and uh, exclusive access to our uh, facebook page um, we also have our youtube page youtube.com backslash soldier podcast lots of content on there and you can also stream our show through our podcoin uh, through a podcoin app Whatever you can listen to the show and earn money while you're listening to it. PodCoin. Download the app. Listen to the show that way, too. Uh, Shout out to all of our buddies doing podcasts all over the world. Back to you, Joey.
1: You think you could just hate me just to get a laugh by yourself? Think about it. (laughs) That is my favorite Chris Chan quote of all time. (laughs) I love it. It makes no sense. Love yeah, it at all. I love it. So I'll, uh, I just want to real quick address something. Um, I'm going to be transitioning to a woman. Hey, congratulations about time, right? No. Um, it, I honestly, I wouldn't even bother because I just look like my sister. So like, <laughs> I already know what the end result would be. So it's no fun. Um, so we were on a network for like eight weeks, the pulse podcast network. And uh, everything was going great, and it was rocking and rolling. and then (laughs) a couple weeks ago we got a message from the people that run it that said they're not gonna do it anymore at the end. Um, So I don't know what happened, but just in case you were wondering why we weren't talking about that anymore, it doesn't exist anymore out of nowhere. Uh, It had nothing to do with us or any of the other shows in the quote-unquote pop culture side of the network. I have no idea what went down. But uh, no hard feelings between us and anybody in the network. It just apparently didn't work out. But I will say there is something in the works. Uh, and that's all I'm gonna say until it's a little closer to launch, and then we'll start hyping that up. But we've got some friends and we got something coming together. So be on the lookout for that. Enough of that. Let's get to the news. Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. All right, Mark Ellis, what do we got going on in the world of nerd this week?
0: Nothing. Back to you, Joey.
1: <laughs> if only, right? All
0: right. So this week uh, there was a little bit of chatter about the next Thor movie. Um, apparently, there was a pitch that went out for Thor Part Four. Uh, Tessa Thompson was talking about this as she was uh, promoting uh, one of the other movies that she's that's coming out now, and uh, actually Chris Hemsworth was also talking about it too. Um, now. There's some instances where they're thinking about bringing back Taika Waititi uh, back as a director uh, and they are pitching some ideas for part four to Thor. I kind of took this with a huge grain of salt because uh, we still don't know the results of Avengers Endgame. We don't know who lives, who dies. Um, so it could be they, they could be comfortable saying this because those characters don't make it to the end. You know what I mean? So they're prob- they can say anything that they want at this point. Uh, we do know that there's going to be a Spider-Man. We do know that there's going to be a Black Panther. The Thor one, I'm not really too sure about, but if they can bring Taika Waititi back, I know that there's some more storylines in the Thor um, lexicon that would be very interesting to see. And not that uh, Thor Ragnarok has kind of reinvigorated Chris Hemsworth to play Thor more, that more like comedic self. Uh, I'm, I'm interested to see more of that character. Uh, so those are my thoughts. What do you guys think of Thor 4? Uh, let's start with Aubrey.
2: I'm okay with it. I really liked Ragnarok. The Thor series wasn't my favorite Mm -hmm. um, at all. I know I've been quoted in the past talking about how I didn't like um, number one and number two. Ragnarok completely took me off guard because I freaking loved it so much. If they stay on that speed, I'm totally fine. I support it 100% because I loved Ragnarok.
0: All right, cool. All right, Joey, what about you, man?
1: Um, yeah, actually, I'll just echo pretty much exactly what Aubrey said. I'm not the biggest fan of Thor 1 or 2. Um, I do like Thor, and I like Chris Helmsworth as Thor, but uh, those two movies were doo-doo feces. And uh, I also loved Ragnarok. I love Taika Waititi. Anything he wants to make, I'll watch it no matter what it is. So if he's in and we're going to get an- another Thor movie, I'm I'm there day one even more than I normally would be for a Marvel movie. What would the title be, though? Would it be like Thor, like the number four in <laughs> place of the H?
0: No, they stopped doing that after the Iron Man movies. No, uh, okay. no, no more numbers. Everything gets its own title.
1: Have you guys watched any of the new um, What We Do in the Shadows TV show that he's working on?
0: I haven't. No. I haven't watched any episodes, but I heard it was really good.
1: Holy shit. It is fucking hilarious, dude. Nice. One of the new vampires is an energy vampire. Okay, and he's just a guy that works in an office is an asshole <laughs> to his coworkers, and that's how he sucks the energy out of <laughs> 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 fucking funny as hell. Dude. It's so good. The first episode is really kind of slow. And like, is there setting up like, it's cause you know, like me and you and, and Aubrey, we've all seen the original movie and right. we're like nerdy. So it's okay for us to just jump into something kind of weird. But you know, like somebody like God bless her soul. God rest her soul. My mom would like try to watch this. They need like an episode to explain what the hell's they're watching. So. Right, You know, the first episode's a little slow, and you're kind of like, ooh, are they really going to pull this off? But then once it gets going, it's like, holy shit, this is fucking funny as hell. So uh, definitely check that out. But uh, yeah, just like I said, anything he wants to do, I'm in. And uh, I would be all in on a Thor Mm 4, or whatever the subtitle would be.
0: I just want to state for the record, I love the first two Thor movies. I fucking love the first one. And I tried to watch it again when we did our like Marvel recap. And uh, I watched it again. And I tried to watch it through your eyes, Joey, because I know that you have big problems with, with the end, <laughs> end of that movie, the third act of the movie. So I'm trying to watch it. I'm like, I don't understand how anyone could not like this movie. It's fucking genius. It's so good. The first one, um, the second one, it just appealed to the uh, masters of the universe movie that I've kind of wanted to see. It had guys in swords and lasers and spaceships. So I love that shit. Um, but yeah, I don't understand the, hatef- the hatred towards the first Thor movie. I think the movie is fucking amazing. You're crazy. <laughs> Whatever, man. All right. Okay, so now switching universes, let's go over to the DCEU, kind of.
1: We have to go back!
0: So we got our first look at the new Swamp Thing TV show um, that is going to be premiering on the DC Universe app. Uh not much to the teaser at all. It was a swamp, and there was a thing in it, and that's pretty much it. and did cause a little bit of news because they was they were shutting down production uh, a few episodes early. So I think to counter that kind of uh, bad news for uh, for the streaming app, they wanted to at least give the fans or at least give uh, uh, people who didn't have it already a little taste of what was gonna be happening. That little bit of a clip did not do anything for me. I'm Still not going to get the service, but uh, it did come out this week, so I wanted your guys' opinions on it. Joey, what'd you think of Swamp Thing? Um,
1: looked like Swamp Thing, <laughs> right? Congrats. There really wasn't wasn't much to it. It was a Swamp <laughs> Thing, and he came out of the water. So, uh, yeah, looks like Swamp Thing. Uh, I don't know. I'm not the hugest fan of Swamp Thing as a character in like the comics and stuff. Do I like the like B movies, the first two movies? Of course I do. Uh, God, we did a uh, Return of Swamp thing on the show. <laughs> yep. But unfortunately, Heather Locklear ain't walking through that door, uh, folks. And if she does, she'd be old <laughs> and puffy. So um, I don't think I'm too interested in this. But yeah, I, I, it's also weird that they, they cut down the number of episodes they're making. And there's all these rumors swirling that the DC Universe app is going to get canceled. Yep. Um, which is a weird rumor because they're thinking about just full, I guess apparently Warner wants to Warner Brothers wants to have a Warner Brothers app, like how Disney has a Disney app instead of having all these individual apps. So they just want to fold the DC one into an eventual Warner Brothers app, but I don't know how that would work for people that, Paid for it, or uh, or if they would have comic book content on a Warner Brothers app, or how that would work. So um, yeah, I haven't. I've heard really good things about Doom Patrol. Uh, a lot of people that, who I don't want to say I value their opinion, but at least aren't like you know blithering idiots
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> It's liking terrible things um, have told me that it's amazing. So I might check that out. But uh, you know, it's still I still haven't seen anything. From this app that makes me just say, please take my $8 a month when I already pay for Hulu, Netflix, and uh, eventually Disney+. Plus. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, there is Stargirl. They did release the image of Stargirl a little while ago, so there's uh, that.
1: She, she definitely looked easy <laughs> on the eyes.
0: All right, Aubrey, what about you? What did you think of us? Swamp Thing?
2: I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. um, I have no intention on getting this app. Mm-hmm. So I don't really care.
0: Yep. Yep, kind of in the same boat. In the same boat. All right, but for another superhero teaser that did drop this week, uh, we got a look at a, a much more extensive look at the boys, uh, based on a comic boys? <laughs> uh, based on a comic book that I haven't read. I've only heard about. I know they were trying to make a movie of this for years. Uh, the uh, The trailer uh, showed that it's going to be premiering on Amazon Prime in July. I'm gonna save my thoughts for afterwards. Uh, Aubrey, what did you think of this teaser trailer for The Boys?
2: It looks cool. It's weird to see Chase Crawford in something that's not Gossip Girl. So, I mean, I'll, I'll be happy to see how that goes. It looks graphic, yeah, that's for sure. So it, it almost reminded me of Umbrella Academy. So,
0: oh, okay, all right, that's fair. All right, Joey, what about you, man? What'd you think?
1: Um, I, uh, it looks cool. Uh, I liked the comic it was based on a lot. It, yeah. And it seems like they're not going to tone down any of the violence or uh, adult themes Mm -hmm. from the uh, book. So that's interesting. Uh, Carl Urban looks like a badass, but I mean, that's kind of par for the course with him, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: I feel like that's Carl Urban.
1: Yeah. So I'm I'm interested. I want to sit down and watch it. But, you know, the toughest part for me, of course, just with my life situation is – you know, based on my work schedule and the fact there's only one TV in the house. And like, when am I going to find time to watch this horrendously inappropriate show? <laughs> <laughs> like. It's gonna have to be some weird early mornings for me, so uh, I'm gonna check it out. Uh, we might check it out for the podcast, depending on how everything shakes out. But uh, I'm in. I, I like the comic a lot. Uh, once, unfortunately, for the comic, and and maybe unfortunately for the series, if it takes off, once they got through their initial storyline, and I'm not even gonna tell you what it is, because I'm a, if they're adapting it for the for the show, that's huge spoilers. Um, but once they got through that initial storyline, it kind of just went <laughs> like they had their one idea. <laughs> Yeah, and then that's where it should have ended. It was shouldn't have been an ongoing series from there. So um, yeah, so as long as they stick to just that, uh, I don't know. It looks cool to me. Yeah, I do. You not not think it looks cool?
0: No, I think it looks amazing. It looks like there's a lot of money put into this. It looks like it is going for hard R. It kind of reminded me of The Watchmen, but like a more of a jokey version of it carl urban holding a baby shooting laser beams out of its eyes was crazy the thing is it looks so intense and it looks like it it, they're working so hard to show you how weak superheroes are i guess or how how much they could take the piss out of a superhero story that i'm not quite sure i want to watch that you know what i mean like i'm still in like my cozy mcu blanket you know enjoying heroes adventures i'm not sure i want to see something that just kind of pisses all over that so that that being said I'm gonna wait until wait until I get a few outside opinions on the show before I start watching it, but financially they it looks like they threw a shit ton of money into the show i've I haven't seen any superhero TV show that looks that well um just based on a trailer, so we'll see we'll see if we have to do it for the show we'll do it you know we'll do it for the show, but I'm not in any hurry to watch it i'm I'm just glad that it's on a an app that I already have and to buy anything new all right so uh next they dropped the second teaser or actually the trailer for the remake of Child's Play. Uh, and they did announce a little while ago that Mark Hamill is going to be the voice of Chucky, which is pretty cool. We love Mark Hamill. Uh, Brian Terry Henry is in it, which I think it's cool. Aubrey Plaza is in it. Uh, we get a little bit more of the story and a little bit more of how Chucky is going to, I guess, for for lack of a better word, wreck shop in this movie. Uh, what did you think of the trailer, Joey.
1: Um, you know what? I thought it looked a lot better than I was anticipating. Really? Um, I was expecting, I'm expecting this cause child's play is a quote unquote classic. Um, I was expecting this to be utter trash, uh, with the exception of Aubrey Plaza being loin achingly hot. <laughs> and, uh, it looks like it, it didn't look bad. Yeah. I liked the fact that they showed like as, as a toy, it interacts with apps and things in your house. Mm hmm. Because that kind of takes another level of the horror of it. Like it's controlling different things in your phone. So movies nowadays have to kind of like overthink how to get around texting and cell phones. And that's a cool way to take them out of the equation. So somebody can't just call the police real quick. (laughs) Yeah. So, which is why you sometimes see a lot of stuff set in the 80s. You don't have to worry about texting on stranger things. And, you know, there's a, a really creepy shot of Chucky standing in the kid's room. Yep which was creepy and and Aubrey Plaza's hot so um yeah I, I i'm 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 cautiously optimistic i mean it is what it is it's not like child's play was uh was you know like apocalypse now or some like sacred cow of a movie that can't be remade but um you yeah, know could be worse you know
0: yeah yeah i i kind of wish that i i hadn't watched the trailer cuz it's kind of i mean i know like you said child's play isn't it isn't like a really high classic that's begging to be remade but the little teaser that they showed before just it gave me enough it gave me enough to so that I didn't know what the story was and I can kind of let my imagination kind of fill in whatever gaps it needed to um here they showed you know a lot more and it looks cheesier for some reason that way <laughs> and then there's like the one scene where it's like the main kid and like a group of other kids are all like geared up to like fight Chucky or something like, like out of stranger things. And I'm like, oh no, oh no, 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 I don't want to see that. So I don't know. The the trailer did not, it didn't sell the movie anymore for me. I definitely want to see it because I love Aubrey Plaza and Brian T. Henry is amazing. And I want to see what they do with it as far as a as far as bringing it into into modern times but the movie itself like the that trailer did not make it seem like it was going to be any better than the first one
1: that's fine aubrey you didn't watch the trailer did you
2: nope. the no the cast sounds great though but uh no nope, didn't watch
0: it
1: we're not going to make you see it we are <laughs> going to cover it on the podcast we are not going to make you see it we are working on a very special guest for that week fingers crossed i am not going to announce who it is until we've got it a little more locked down I think it's I'd say Mark, it's about like ninety percent lockdown. We just have to figure out the logistics of time. Okay. Cool. <laughs> if that's not enough of a hint for you out there. <laughs> but when someone lives on the other side of the world, oh. it's kinda hard to figure out. Oh, but, you, oh. you just gave it yeah, away. <laughs> yeah, you know, Aussie and the Palm are gonna be gone. <laughs> 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 All right, fantastic.
0: All right, so uh and then the last bit of news. Uh, With the big release of the Star Wars trailer last week, Uh, there's a lot of interviews going around with J.J. Abrams and Kathleen Kennedy. Uh, The ones with Kathleen Kennedy are are very um, kind of important because she's kind of laying out what's coming up next. Uh, She was able to realize that releasing two Star Wars movies a year was probably not the best idea. So once episode nine is done, they are going to cut back on, on the Star Wars films coming out. Uh, frequently, like they were planning on doing. But she did say that they were looking at Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic as a possibility. They're not sure whether it's going to be films, um, but there is the Disney streaming app or Disney Plus app that uh, offers another kind of canvas for them to paint on if they want to use that. Uh, Star Wars of the Old Republic or Knights of the Old Republic is something that I have no connection to at all. I have no idea what it's about. Um, I did watch one of the video Cutscenes. i was really impressed with like year, years ago um but i have no idea what the story is about except for it's jedis and sith and it takes place you know a long 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 time ago uh, but i think this would be a good fit for the guys who are doing a game of thrones who are going to be doing a few star wars movies i think them doing an old school star wars story would be like a perfect fit but i don't know uh, so what do you guys think of knights of the old republic as a possible star wars uh franchise aubrey
2: uh, you know, I think it's a fantastic idea. That game absolutely killed it. It's, you know, it it's looked at as one of the best games ever made. People just absolutely freaking adore it. Wow. I think there's enough of a storyline to be able to do a show. And I would not be upset at all if that's the route that they took is if they made it into um, a, a series on the Disney streaming app. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. All right, Joy. what about you? Are you familiar with these characters and with the storyline?
1: Oh, God, yeah. Um, <laughs> those two games, Knights uh, of Republic 1 and 2, are fucking phenomenal. Better prequels than the prequels. Mark, you'll never play those games.
0: I will <laughs> never play those games. I'll watch the hell out of the cinematic scenes, though. I'll do that.
1: They were uh, they were kind of a precursor to Mass Effect, so you don't even know what that is, do you? It's, right. It takes place in outer space. Yeah. There you go. Well, (laughs) you basically, you had choices and dialogue trees. You could pick to be bright light side or dark side. There was twists and turns to the storyline. It was really good. Um, The combat was a little wonky, but they tried their best. Uh, You know, they were just really good games. And it would be interesting because out if you you jump back 7000 years in the timeline and pretty much anything can happen. -hmm. It's not a prequel where it's not like solo colon a Star Wars story where you know okay no matter what happens in this movie Han Solo Chewbacca and Lando are not going to (laughs) die right you know there's absolutely no stakes for those characters but you know you jump back seven thousand years and no one's related to anyone in the original trilogy so thank God so (laughs) anything's on the table you know anything can happen with the characters outside of the fact that eventually you know we'll get to what happens in the prequels, but that's so far away that, that it just opens up a whole world. And just like you said, you know, I really think the guys that worked on game of Thrones could knock it out of the park with this, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I, I, it may, she may just be giving lip service and be sick of answering the question. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's possible. That's possible. Um, but knowing a story and playing the games, do you think this would work as a, as a trilogy of movies or as a TV show?
1: Uh, either or, uh, I am I would I would prefer a TV show because it could just go on forever. <laughs> but movies would be great too. I don't... Uh, the only thing with movies is like I don't know how the general public would... It, it's kind of nerdy. It's kind of EU-y, yeah. I guess, for lack of a better term, which is fine. It's the best of the best when it comes to EU. But that might be a step too far for Joe Sixpack. <laughs> you think about like how device of the last Jedi was for like diverting a little bit from the formula yep when you start to get a little too nerdy and a little too EUE for lack of a better term again uh it might be a little too much so maybe a TV show on Disney plus would be better
0: mm. I don't know I think doing it as a movie uh, because it's set so far behind what we already know um, the reason people have those expectations is because this is kind of set in the same timeline. I think if you do something way, way before that, you can pretty much break the rules. You can do whatever you want. Um, there's no set precedence except for the good guys are Jedis and the bad guys are the Sith. Um, and that's pretty much all you need. I just want some hot lightsaber action. <laughs> that's pretty much all I want. Uh, I am looking forward to whatever brunette British girl they get to uh, star in this TV show or movie. Yes. Amelia Clark, come on down. Oh, no, she's already in solo. Fuck. All right. There's
2: always my girl, Christina Hendricks.
0: She's not British or brunette.
2: That's okay. <laughs> she doesn't have to be.
0: Can she swing a lightsaber?
2: I'm sure she can.
0: She can swing my lightsaber. Oh.
2: Yeah, <laughs> if I had one.
0: Uh, all right, so that's it. That's all I got for the news.
1: All right, we'll take a quick break and then we'll come back and we'll jump on the Adventures in game hype train. Hey, what's up, everybody? I hope you're having fun listening to this episode of So Wizard Podcast. But did you know you can actually get paid just for listening to us? I know it sounds crazy, but it's true. We've just discovered a new app called PodCoin, and it literally pays you to listen to podcasts. Here's how it works. You listen to the podcast you love, and you earn PodCoin while you listen. Then you turn that PodCoin in for gift cards at places like Amazon or Starbucks, or if unlike me, you're a good person, you could actually donate it to charity. The more you listen, the more you earn. Here's what you got to do. Download the free app right now on your iPhone or Android device. And I've got a special code for you. Simply use our code WIZARD when you sign up and you'll get 300 PodCoin just to start off. If you listen to enough of us on there, you can get a drink at Starbucks or an Amazon gift card and it's like I gave it to you. So go ahead, go listen to this podcast or any of your other favorite shows on PodCoin and sign up with the code WIZARD. It'll change the way you listen to podcasts. And we're back. All right, guys, the hype train is pulling into the station for Avengers Endgame coming out as you listen to this this week. Um, We've all got tickets? Uh,
0: Yes, I thought I lost mine for a minute a couple of days ago. But uh, I I found it. I got it.
1: You have a paper ticket?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I bought a paper ticket. And what artist? <laughs> I bought a paper ticket because I bought tickets for other people. And what happens is when I don't buy paper, when I don't get the paper tickets, when I have them on my app, I have to wait for those people to show up at the theater before I can sit down in my seat. This way, everybody gets thrown paper ticket. I can show up to the theater whenever I want to, early in the morning if I want to. And I can just go in and sit down in my seat whenever I'm ready for it. So that's why that's why I did paper tickets.
1: 1996 is hottest trip to the movies featuring Mark Ellis and his paper tickets
0: <laughs> fuck that shit you know what it's like you have like your reserved seat and you go in there you think yeah you got plenty of time and then you got to kick someone out of your seat because they're they want to hang out with their fucking idiot friend or whatever fuck that i'm getting there early i'm getting my seat early and i don't care who i have to wait for
1: i'm so used to going to the movies with my kids that is and i control what happens so <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's not even a, a thing anymore for me but aubrey you've got tickets
2: I do. I got them while I was on vacation in Niagara Falls, actually.
1: Nice, nice, nice. I also got mine. I wasn't on when you guys talked about ticket buying.
2: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have any trouble with ticket buying.
1: I came home. I worked third shift, as we've mentioned many, many times on the show, and I came home from work. I I had a coupon code for Fandango. I pulled it up on my phone. I got my laptop out. I sat down in the chair. I got myself hyped up. I took a deep breath. it was about 7.55 a.m. I logged into Fandango, ready to rock and roll at 8 a.m. And the tickets were already up and for sale. So (laughs) I just fucking bought them and it took like 30 seconds. And then I went to bed and I woke up to my phone blowing up to people complaining about the internet breaking while people were trying to buy tickets and were stuck online for like three hours in queue. But I didn't have that problem.
2: I had, I go to this, um, it's not like a mainstream theater, but it's really cool because it has a 21 and up section. So I bought tickets in the 21 and up section. So now me and Josh just go in, we go upstairs, we buy a pizza and beer or whatever. And then we go in, bring our pizza in and everything. And we can eat it in the 21 and up section. It's almost like having balcony tickets.
1: Nice. So I wanted to ask you guys some questions. And we'll try to get ourselves excited for Endgame, even though I'm sure we're already excited. What's your hype level, Aubrey, on a scale of 1 to 5?
2: I'm about a 10, 11, (laughs) 20. I'm so excited. I can't wait.
1: Have you been watching commercials and trailers or no?
2: I've watched up until Shazam! And then I haven't watched anything since then because I don't really watch TV. So I haven't had to deal with any commercials or anything like that. If I want to go see a trailer, I have to actually go out of my way to find it. So
0: I just haven't.
1: How about you, Mark Ellis? What's your hype level right now? Uh, see, from a scale of
0: one to five, mine is at a, it's at a four. It's at what? A four. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's still a chance. There's still a chance that this could not work. They, there's still a small chance that they might not stick the landing
1: so I don't, I don't believe that even for a second you're crazy.
0: Oh, yeah of course not the odds if you're you know if this was Vegas odds you would totally bet that they everything's gonna work out fine but I'm not a hundred percent convinced not yet
1: have you watched any of the trailers or commercials
0: oh God I want to stay away from it I really do in my brain I know I shouldn't but it's like right there so yes <laughs> I have been I'm ashamed to admit it I'm holding my head down in shame you can't see me I've, I've been watching the commercials.
1: My uh, hype level is about 1,000 out of 5. Oh, God. And, uh, yeah, I've been watching all the officially released commercials and trailers. Right. The TV spots, right? Right. Yep. And, honestly, they barely show any new footage at all. It's just all the same footage recut in different ways. So, it's really not much. But, yeah, I've been watching all that stuff. But I have been staying away from... Yeah, Because there was a leak of footage, apparently. There was a screening in Saudi Arabia for some very, very rich person and their family and friends. And uh, somebody recorded a whole bunch of the movie, including huge, important, climactic scenes at the end, and leaked them all over the internet. (laughs) Yep. I have not seen the footage. I have not read the descriptions of the footage. And I've been staying the hell off of... 4chan reddit uh youtube outside of the search bar uh, (laughs) and a bunch of other websites that i frequent that are on the shadier side so uh i don't see anything and thankfully i haven't had it spoiled yet so you're still like a few days away though i know i know but you guys haven't been spoiled yet right
2: no, and I subscribe to Reddit stuff, so I I haven't seen anything.
1: Well, I've been just going to specific subreddits that I go to that have nothing to do with Avengers and don't have people that frequent them that are assholes who would post it anyway. So I don't think I have a problem like browsing like MMA or boxing or Patriots football reddits, but you know, I'm going to stay away from Marvel Studios and movies and all that stuff
0: hmm. Usually if something like that gets spoiled, it's usually going to come from you, Joey. So if you're good, then I know I'm good.
1: Yep. Yep. I learned my lesson with Force Awakens. So I am 4chan free, at least until I get out of the movie theater on Thursday night. So excellent. All right. So. All right. Let me ask you this question now. Who is going to die in the movie and who do you want? Who would you be OK with dying in the movie? So obviously I don't want anybody to die in the movie. But if if you have to have one death, who's it going to be? Aubrey.
2: Well, Iron Man.
1: Hmm. Iron Man is gonna die, or Iron Man, you want to die?
2: I I would be okay with him dying. I think he's gonna die, and I would be okay with it.
1: Why would you be okay with that?
2: Because I've already accepted that Robert Downey Jr. doesn't want to be Iron Man anymore, and I don't want a different Iron Man, so I am okay with it. Because I think Robert
1: Downey Jr. doesn't want twenty-seven million dollars for three months of work.
2: Nope, you don't <laughs> want to do it anymore.
1: I'd do it for ten million. <laughs> hashtag. Right.
0: Hashtag joy for Iron Man.
1: Hashtag whatever it takes. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, what about you?
0: Uh, I'm pretty sure that Thor is going to die in this one. No, Why? I'm, I'm, because I'm, they announced they're going to make a fourth. <laughs> right. That's how they. That's how they get you. They lull you in and then they hit you with the right. Um, no, no, I'm sure he's going to be fine. Uh, I'm 99% sure that Captain America is going to is going to meet his. Uh, He's going to meet up with Peggy Carter <laughs> when no. he gets get into this movie.
1: No, he's not.
0: No? No, he's going to be fine? All right. Fucking better being. <laughs> so that's who I think is going to die. Um, who do I want to die? Or who would I Who would I not be upset if they died? Um, yeah. Probably Captain Marvel, maybe? No way.
2: Just, you just got there.
0: <laughs> I, know. I know. Yeah, so did Black Panther, but I'm not letting him go anywhere either. I don't know. I don't. I honestly don't want anyone to die. I even want Hawkeye to stay around. I love Hawkeye. So yeah, I don't want. I don't want anyone to die. But if anyone is, if I could, if anyone can disappear, and I'll be fine with it. It'd be Captain Marvel.
1: Oh no!
0: <laughs> I know your Brie Larson. You know, infatuation is is controlling you, Joey. But character wise, you know, whatever. What is she gonna add to the movie of Flurkin?
1: Um, all right, so I think that either Iron Man or Captain America are gonna die. Yep. Or both. I don't want anyone to die, period. I guess if I had to pick somebody, fuck dude. I don't know. Uh, is Lady Sif around? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of like obscure background characters. That one guy that was playing Galaga and First Adventures. I <laughs> don't want I don't want it i not nobody needs to die i'm not picking the person i want to die i can't do it i can't do it what about uh, it.
0: what about maria hill
1: no i like maria hill
0: okay all right just throwing it out there
1: i'm never gonna say no to hot chicks in the movie so <laughs> most of the <laughs> most of the female superheroes are off the tables maybe they can bring back quicksilver and then kill him again use <laughs> <laughs> the, the time stone to bring him back yeah, some One person has to die Alright, we'll just bring him back and then he can die again Because we're already used to it We've already gone through the mourning process so. mm-hmm. Poor Scarlet Witch Maybe she needs someone to console her oh, Anyway She's
0: got vision to console her a lot No, he's dead Oh shit, that's right No way, she's dead too
1: Oh snap, they're both dead Oh snap <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah,
1: that's
2: right hmm. It even surprises me that uh, Sheree is dead It's
1: sad Sharia law is dead. Sheree. Shuri? Shuri. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So it was uh, Spider-Man and, uh, it's about like all the new characters. So that's right. Where's, uh, Rachel McAdams. Is she still around?
2: <laughs> oh, what she's been doing lately.
1: She's busy. She's working at a hospital.
0: I thought you said no hot chicks were going to be uh, sacrificed. No, I was just
1: <laughs> thinking that as it came out of my mouth. I was like, oh, I do love Rachel McAdams. Though. I was going to say, if that's the case. But she was not True Detective Season 2, so maybe she does deserve some punishment. Oh, yeah. Harsh. Anyway, all right. couple more questions, and then we'll get into the big question. Is this going to beat the opening weekend record, Aubrey? Yes. Even with a three-hour runtime?
2: 100%.
1: Okay. Mark? I think the pre-sales have already beaten it. (laughs) (laughs) It's looking like a $1 billion worldwide opening weekend. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I think it could. I think it might be closer than people think, but I think it can do it. It's just the three-hour runtime makes it a little harder, but it could definitely get there. Uh, This is insane. I was was telling Janine, and I've said it a million times on this podcast when I was a kid, by Comic Scene Magazine and in the back of the magazine they had a list of all the comic characters and what studios owned the rights to them and what they were quote-unquote doing with them Yep. and out of like six pages a month of characters if you got one movie every five years and it was shit (laughs) you were happy (laughs) you got the uh, Hulk meets Daredevil on NBC Sunday night movie with like the worst Daredevil ever and you were happy about it. Yeah. But now it's just like an embarrassment of riches. So I can't... It's just like living in the Matrix for this shit. It's crazy, but that's nuts.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm still thinking it's about how the Justice League could barely get $100 million opening weekend.
1: It didn't even get $100 no, million. It, it was, didn't. It's embarrassing. And it was like 96 point something. It was... Well, don't make shitty movies then.
0: <laughs>
1: the sad thing is if they had released Wonder Woman and... What do you call it? Aquaman. Uh, Aquaman and maybe even Shazam. And then went and made Justice League adding all those characters in more and taking their time. They probably would have had a hit movie.
0: Hell yeah. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine if they had released Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Shazam, and then said, oh, and in then in the next movie, they're all going to team up and we're going to introduce Batman. That would have been it. Game
1: over. Yep. Yeah, people would have been excited because pe- when you have characters people like that are in good movies, then they want to see the more movies. And you have Batman v Superman and it's like, well, here I am. <laughs> anyway. Uh, all right. Let's get into the main question we want to ask. Top three scenes. Just scenes, not movies. So if you don't, maybe you don't like Thor, the dark world, but you really, really love when Darcy's on screen. Yeah. Uh, that could be something you pick, but. Top three scenes in the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe, up to and including Infinity War and Captain Marvel, but we haven't seen Endgame, so not all of it. Let's start with number three, Mark Ellis Regan's.
0: Oh man, this is tough. This is really tough. Um, I'm gonna say, hmm, all right, I'm gonna say Hmm. for number three. Now, are we talking like scenes that are like good, or scenes that are like made the most impactful? Uh, register it's, with it, us. It's
1: it's your personal list, so whatever you want it to be.
0: All right. Okay. Um, shit. All right. So number three, I'm gonna say uh, Thanos throwing Gamora off of the cliff in uh,
1: Infinity War.
0: Wow. That broke, really? That, Why? That broke my fucking heart so harsh. Because <laughs> I, you know, I I understand what the movie is about, and I understand, you know, he's on his mission to do it, but the fact that he and, and as an audience member, you know what's coming um, before Gamora does. So that's when it's like it, the suspense gets like really tight. And then the fact that he went through with it, especially coming off of Guardians Volume 2, which I know a lot of people didn't like. I love that movie so much. That was just one of the most heartbreaking scenes in any of the Marvel movies that I've seen was uh him throwing her off and her landing. That it crushed me. Crushed me.
1: Yep. I Told multiple people that watching Infinity War for the first time without any benefit of spoilers was like having a panic attack for two <laughs> hours. So. Yep. But all right, Aubrey, what about you? Number three:
2: uh, Captain America versus Iron Man in Civil War when they Oof. face off at the end. Um, that it just—it's a powerful scene, and I think it really—it it has emotional ties to it too. I think it touches you in a different way.
1: But who are you cheering for, Cap or Iron Man?
2: Um, you know, Captain America is one of my favorite Marvel characters. Always has been, so definitely him.
1: Okay. all right. I, I, see, I, I, when it comes to Civil War, I think Iron Man's right. Oh. But I love Captain America too much, so you're, fuck him. You're,
0: you're crazy. Captain America's totally
1: right. I don't know. Like, Mark, if you're like best friend killed my mom and dad and then you didn't tell me about it, I'd probably be kind of pissed off. <laughs> oh, okay, all right.
0: Yeah, when you're, okay. I'm thinking more towards the beginning of the movie where oh, the Sokovia the, Accords the come into stuff? play. No, yeah.
1: no, no, that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> all right, number three on my list is uh, from Thor Ragnarok. I have the bridge fight when Thor gets his lightning powers and the immigrant song's playing and he's just whooping ass. mm mm-hmm.
2: ah. I love that scene
1: so much. Yeah, It's fantastic. It looks fantastic. It's a great fist pump moment. And uh, it's just badass. And it's really starting as part of the whole movie, just cementing Thor as just an awesome character going forward. So uh, that was my number three. Let's go back to Mark Hellis for number two.
0: All right. So number two is the fight between uh, T'Challa and M'Baku um, when M'Baku challenges him for the throne of Wakanda. Uh, when he's getting his ass whooped, when T'Challa's getting his ass whooped, and his mother yells out, "Tell him who you are!" I cried like a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I love that scene so much, and I'm like, my fist is pumping in the air. T'Challa, get him! So, uh, yeah, that scene—that's that scene. Another one that really affected me inside of the theater. So, uh, yeah, number two is uh, "Tell him who you are."
1: We will not have it, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> That is a fantastic uh, fight, though. It's a really, really good fight. It feels really like, like r- almost real, like really intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's brutal for like a comic yeah. book movie fight. Fuck yeah, that's a good pick. Uh, what about you, Aubrey? Number two.
2: Um, when Uh Wakabi surrenders to Okoye. <laughs> Really? I don't know. I loved that scene. I thought it was hysterical, you know, cause a is beating his ass and beating his team's ass. And in are just, it, it gets you excited and it, it pumps you up and everything. And you're watching it and you're like, yes, she is amazing. And then she just like stands in front of him as he's charging her. And he just, falls apart and then he's like you would kill me for your country and she's like yes i would without even thinking about it Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like damn (laughs) (laughs) yes queen
1: (laughs) awesome awesome my number two is uh the original avengers uh bruce banner i'm always angry followed up by the circle shot of the team Mm -hmm. which uh one we've we get just a quintessential Hulk moment like that to me is the moment that Mark Ruffalo completely erased Edward (laughs) Norton from from history (laughs) that was the snap for Edward Norton's even thinking about him as the Hulk ever again like that just is is the Hulk boom it's done it's all over now there's no worries going forward um and it's such a badass moment and then the, the scene of them in a circle all together is just like it's like a crowning achievement of, oh, my God, they did it. <laughs> they mm-hmm. pulled this shit off. It's really happening. There is a cinematic like Marvel Universe. It's real. And it's uh, it's pretty awe-inducing. Even to this day, that's a fantastic sequence. So that's my number two.
0: You know, I now, I still don't like the, uh, I mean, I, I love those scenes. Dude, don't get me wrong. I, I love the Mark, Ruff- Mark Ruffalo scene. But the special effects of when he turns into the Hulk, they never really convinced me. They were always wonky when I saw him in the theaters. And even watching it now, it's still kind of like that transformation could be done a little bit better.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, don't forget it was seven years ago.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. But still, the scenes of the Hulk like fighting inside of that aircraft carrier or the slow motion shot of him chasing uh, Black Widow in a hallway, Like those are some of the best special effects I've ever seen on the Hulk, period. Um, but it just sucks. Like that one little clip at the at towards the end of it just kind of takes me out of it. But that's just mm-hmm. me. That's fine.
1: You're an asshole. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number one, the best scene in the entire MCU so far, according to you, Mark Ellis.
0: Uh, you know, it was going to be the Black Panther the entire movie. <laughs> can, can, can I put Can I put that in there? <laughs> yes. Uh, you no, know, it was going to be the uh, the first Avengers the the circle shot. Of the entire group, um, but I would have to say that um, the moment where the whole MCU really comes together for me, um, still in that movie, but it's, it comes a little bit earlier. It's the fight scene between Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor in the forest. Um, when all of the pieces have been leading, um, you know, if you watched all the other movies, and we, it's very easily, it's very easy to see how Captain America gets thawed out of the ice. Phil Coulson recruits him. Um, Black Widow has to go get hulk it easy to see how those pieces come together the piece that i was most worried about when he announced the mcu was how thor was going to fit into this and after i watched the first movie and i loved it seeing how he comes down to uh comes down to earth to get his brother loki uh that whole interaction between thor and loki of uh you know who poisoned the mind of the would-be king i fucking love that entire sequence thor's talk with loki and then iron man and caps and thor's kind of fight to try to figure out what is going on here, trying to get to the bottom of the story. I think seeing those three characters together in that sequence, which was pretty badass, was that was it. That was when I threw my popcorn in the air. I'm like, we did it. We're here.
1: We've crossed it. Awesome. All right, Aubrey, what's your number one best scene in the MCU?
2: It is Thor on the bridge (laughs) in Ragnarok. Oh, my God, do I love that scene. And me and Noah in the car, he makes me listen to the Immigrant Song all the time. Yes, and I think about that scene and I feel charged up and ready to jump on a bridge with freaking lightning bolts. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love that scene so much. If I could have stood in the movie theater and slow clapped at the beginning of that scene <laughs> and whooped and screamed, I would have. Because I loved it so much.
1: Awesome. All right. Well, my number one is going to be shockingly for you guys It's going to be from Captain America, the Winter Soldier. The uh, highway battle, starting when the Winter Soldier jumps in their car and rips off the roof, Mm -hmm. uh, all the way through him and Captain America hand-to-hand combat fighting down underneath the highway, including Winter Soldier flipping his knife, probably the best action sequence from start to finish in the entire saga of the Marvel universe uh it's just fucking fantastic i love that whole movie and, and i love the way it feels like an actual like you just picked up a random issue of a comic book off the spinner rack and started reading you know it just starts in media res with cap and them trying to save that ship from hydra and batrack the leaper and it's never huge into the big picture of everything. There's no infinity stones or any nonsense going on. It's it's pretty down to earth except for the part where they're going to fly giant ships in the air and kill everybody. But um, <laughs> it's a freaking awesome movie from start to finish. And that is a amazing action sequence and pretty much everything I ever wanted from a Captain America movie. So that's my number one. You guys think there'll be anything in Endgame that can top any of these scenes? Oh, yeah. I hope so. Oh, Yeah. I certainly hope so, too. I'm so fucking ready. But that's going to wrap up our hype train. That's (laughs) going to wrap up the hype train for Avengers Endgame. Got a real quick Patreon feedback segment here. As always, if you pledge a dollar a month on our Patreon, you can be part of our weekly feedback segment. Get shouted out with your answer to the question on the show. I asked, and it's my fault for asking so late in the week, but I was really fucking busy. What is your favorite scene in the MCU? we've got a couple answers here. First one from our boy Beat'em down over at the Colt 45 podcast. He said Captain America and Black Panther running up ahead of everybody <laughs> in Avengers Infinity War, which I also agree is one of my favorite scenes mm-hmm. as well because yes. it's so badass.
2: Probably my number.
1: We've got Gary, the king of G.I. Joe, said that his is the opening scene from Guardians of the Galaxy it captures the flavor of the first movie sets a high bar. It keeps you sitting through the whole volume too. He could just watch that one scene over and over and over again when they're fighting that big, uh, tentacle thing with Groot dancing. And I will agree that is fucking fantastic. And finally, John from Pine of comics says he loves the suitcase scene in iron man Two Mm -hmm. When, uh, He transforms into the Iron Man armor from the suitcase, which I'll admit is pretty badass. And, of course, the elevator fight in Winter Soldier. Yep. So that was their Patreon feedback for the week. Let's get some recommendations and wrap it up so we can get to the movie theater and see Endgame. Aubrey, what do you got for the listeners out there?
2: Ultraman is on Netflix now. They did a couple of different Godzilla series uh, animes on Netflix. And then they have now released an Ultraman one. Uh, which I meant to mention a couple weeks ago, but I kept forgetting what the hell I was trying to recommend. This was it. I was trying to recommend Ultraman. Everybody go watch it because they did a really good job with these animes. They're beautiful. Um, The story is really cool. So go watch Ultraman.
1: All right. How about you, Mark Ellis? Uh,
0: Yeah, I've been getting caught up a little bit on the Supergirl TV show um, I wanted to sorry. Che- <laughs> and you're gonna say that. I wanted to check out uh, John Cryer because uh, he's he's playing Lex Luthor now. Uh, which uh, when we talked about on the show before, I think it's very cool because he was Lenny Luthor in Superman Four. So the fact that he gets to grow up and be Lex Luthor, I think is pretty badass. Um, so I wanted to check out the show and see his performance. And um, I know I know a lot of people shit on Supergirl, but you know him as Lex Luthor. What they're doing on that show is pretty cool. Him as Lex Luthor is he's playing it like Gene Hackman. Um, he has a sidekick named Otis. He has a female name, Miss Tess Mocker, Uh, And they're doing the uh, Supergirl or Superman uh, Red Sun storyline, where what if he grows up in Russia? And so they're kind of doing that storyline, too. And it's 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 what you would want out of a Superman TV show, except for it's Supergirl, which offers its own other levels, too. So the few episodes that I've seen with John Cryer are awesome. Uh, if you want to get back into Supergirl, I think that would be a good time. I think uh, he provides a really good uh, window for that.
1: Huh, huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know Melissa Benoist is a uh, dream girl level for me, especially when she's in her secret identity with the glasses. Oh, gee. oh of course. That's right. Dying, i dying. But uh, excellent, fantastic. Well, I will recommend everyone goes to sowizardpodcast.com where they can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page, movie reviews, streaming picks, and so much more. sowizardpodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, PodCoin, or just about any pod-catching app under the sun. We'll be there every week for your listening pleasure. Check out our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube, search Sowizard podcast, Weekly Content brand new and exclusive to youtube you like the show you want to support us jump on patreon patreon.com backslash so wizard podcast get exclusive extra episodes of the show every month as well as access to our secret facebook group and being in the patreon feedback section every week on the podcast this month it's only way to hear our review of hellboy And next month, we're going to have a special 20th anniversary retrospective of The Phantom Menace only for our Patreon. So jump on board, patreon.com backslash SoWizardPodcast. I will recommend you go to the movies and watch Avengers Endgame because it's going to be fucking amazing. And we're going to talk about it next week on the podcast. That's really all I got for recommendations. That's all I can think about is... Is endgame. So. Right, exactly. And uh, stay out of the toy aisles because some of the toys are spoilers and you don't want to look at them. And that's all I got. So that is going to do it for episode number 246 in a row of the So Wizard podcast. I've been your host Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield.
2: Winter is here motherfuckers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Regans,
0: we are in the end game now, bitches Wakanda forever.
1: We'll see you next week for Avengers Endgame. game. Good journey.